you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Third down and goal. They give it to Cook. And he got there. Touchdown. Cousins under center. Needs a yard. Cousins sneaks it. He has nope, hit the backfield. Nope, nope. I don't think he got it. I don't think he got it. The wrist backfires on Minnesota. The Redskins take over with the ball in field goal range. Second down and six. Haskins too high and now picked. McLaren was wide open, but Anthony Harris gets the interception. And that's the fourth for the rookie as he missed a wide open target. And there you have it. Dwayne Haskins throws the interception. And the Vikings just kind of coast from there. A 19-9 win on Thursday Night Football in Minneapolis. A game where you didn't get a lot of fireworks, uh, but you did get a very good, steady Kirk Cousins performance. Only three incomplete passes. And Dalvin Cook continued to do Dalvin Cook things. 98 yards on the ground and a touchdown. 73 yards on five catches through the air. So he continues to build an MVP resume. Um, Vikings get it done. Not pretty, but they get it done. Dan Hans is here, joined by the great quiet storm. Mark Sessler here in the Throwback Pod Studios garage. What's up, buddy? Well, once again, I occupy the seat uh, that Bob Castrone normally sits in. And I feel because now he, now in this situation, he's only mere feet away from me in the flesh uh, somewhat yeah. intimidated by the fact that the two of you are waiting for me just to leave, I think. Well, no, because as we talked about on the Thursday preview show, you will be sitting in on an all-new throwback podcast talking about love songs of your your yesteryears. That's true. I mean, and, you know, and I guess so. And I'm I, more excited about that than this game, which I, was boring AF. As you should be. And you're showing more trust in me than Bill Callahan showed in <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, who was allowed to throw the ball five times in this game. And it, there's a clear like divide between the coaching staff wanting Haskins to play and maybe anyone else in the organization wanting to see more from him. The Redskins basically, if you get up on them by a touchdown, they will do nothing to challenge you. The Vikings, what do they do? They just stood their own, basically. And, they, and Kirk Cousins, 23 of 26, a clean game, a game that we normally would not be doing a breakout broadcast on, I would say, <laughs> if, it, if it took place at 10 a.m. West Coast California time. Well, you presented yourself uh, on Sunday as the, what, trap game consultant? or you had It was, some type it was of something along those lines, yeah. And this was a classic trap game for the Vikings. Yes, it was. Because 
Yeah, have a home cookie against the Reds, Redskins, and then you trap go, game monitor. I believe yes, it was trap by the way. game monitor, <laughs> which I like quite a bit. It's nice. Then you go to Arrowhead next week. Then you go to Jero World after that. So, and you're on a short week, obviously on Thursday night football. So maybe in retrospect, we should have saw this coming. I wouldn't say that the Vikings played poorly, but they were a little flat, and they didn't put a bad team away, which is what Washington is, and. You know, don't want to pile on Haskins because, again, everything we hear, and we talked about this earlier this week, why isn't this guy playing? That In today's football, a first-round pick should be playing by now if the team's going nowhere. Uh, but he's not because they don't think he's ready. Well, now, hey, kid, get, uh, come out of the tunnel at halftime and go beat the Vikings defense in Minneapolis where they really don't lose. So it's not like we were expecting a lot from Haskins. And like you said, he plays two quarters and throws five passes in a game they're trailing. Um, so obviously they didn't, um, have a lot of faith in him at this point. And I think in a game that didn't have a lot of highlights, the play of the game was the Vikings go for it on fourth and short in their own territory in the third quarter. They don't get it done. They don't convert. I didn't love that call. It was gutsy, but you know, uh, they did what they did. And then the first play Haskins has a wide open receiver over the middle McLaurin, scary Terry. Is that, is that the nickname? That works for me. Scary I'm not Terry. sure that if you are actually him, are you signing off on that nickname? Not I think probably I read like, somewhere you know, that he did sign off on it almost reluctantly. Right, because when you're – well, if I'm him, I would I would hold out a bit. But if he <laughs> if he's okay with that, good for him. Uh, but he throws high to Scary Terry, goes off his fingertips, intercepted, and that was kind of, that was kind of the end uh, in terms of the game. It, it was a seven-point game at that point. And it ends up a 10-point win. The Vikings went deep into Redskins territory late in the game. It could have been more. I'm sure people that are connected to the desert would have liked to see that. But they did not uh, in terms of getting more points. So big takeaways from me. And this is not a game to dwell on. But Dalvin Cook, he is the NFL leader now uh, in yards from scrimmage. And he showed it again, I think. He's a guy to keep an eye on here. As it, I love to, I don't care what time of year it is. I love talking MVP. And I think Russell Wilson is the leader in the clubhouse. I think Christian McCaffrey's right there. Uh, obviously, um, I think Lamar Jackson has gotten himself in the race. But Dalvin Cook is a guy, if you're going to be talking about CMC, you got to be talking about DC. I have no problem with that. I, I'm glad that you added Lamar Jackson because if you look at that Ravens team, I'm not sure where they are. If you put a aging plug-and-play veteran quarterback in there, a Joe Flacco-esque, even a younger Joe Flacco-esque character because Lamar Jackson's so unstoppable. If you're the Vikings, right now you're 6-2. and two. Let's say that you go 11-5 and five or 12-4, and four, and you're not the most impressive 12-4 and four team of all time. I'm fine with that if you're Minnesota. You're going to have a few games like this. And if you're the Redskins, and if you're a fan of the Redskins, you must pray for change because I will harp on these teams that leave their fan bases completely stuck in a quagmire where there you feel powerless Did you say to change. A quagmire? Quagmire. Isn't it a quagmire? I go quagmire, but I will ask uh, Bob Castron. Quagmire you, or quagmire? Quagmire. Uh, quag it is. Sorry, I, I that's why Bob's here. I think he's gone right down the middle with that. He's gone right down the middle. Yeah. Redskins fans who I think have been a little bit left left in Bob's the, our official Quagmire. Well, I think he's just going to agree with you though, isn't he? Because that's how this works. I guess he's from the same town, so has the same inflection. That's on true. I'm words. not that actually. What what would shock viewers or listeners is that I grew quagmire. up about 18 miles away Hi, from you. I'm Mark Sessler. My favorite word is Quagmire. <laughs> I said quag, Quagmire. I believe. No. 
<laughs> he said quag. <laughs> See you at a soccer school. I mean, w- there is no, there is absolutely no chance that we're trying to fill minutes here with <laughs> with this type of uh, content to get out of this game review. I, if I'm a Redskins fan, you have the right to revolt. I'm not sure what that's going to accomplish in America at this point. I'm not sure even where you go to revolt, but. You have a right to, to be annoyed. To the streets, man. To the streets. Get into the streets. Because this has been an absolutely disastrous campaign piled on top of additional disastrous campaigns. All right, campaigns. so you're 1-7. After the game... What else do we need to say? Bill, Cal- Bill Callahan, the interim coach, and it's also was reported earlier today that he is a very real candidate to keep the job. So get Of excited, course he Redskins is, fans. right? Please, because he's surging. Now, listen to the wording here. This I got this from John Keim uh, over at ESPN. It's a Keim bomb. He said he's not sure yet, Callahan said, he's not sure yet who will start at quarterback against the Bills. He said if Case Keenum is healthy, he will start. If Keenum can't play because of the concussion, so it is a concussion, uh, then rookie Dwayne Haskins would start and Colt McCoy would back him up. So Haskins is officially you know, ahead of McCoy. I guess we knew that already. Uh, but he's not ready to turn it over yet. Um, and I guess one other Redskins note, and that was a nice moment in an otherwise dull game. Adrian Peterson at the two-minute warning, you know, in his homecoming in Minneapolis, um, they showed on the scoreboard and got a loud ovation. Nice job by the Vikings fans. That's a good fan base. They get it. Uh, They gave him a big ovation. He said he was holding back tears. And you know I'm tracking this very closely. Oh, you are. I mean, Adrian Peterson, what does he want? On a day day that he moved, uh, I believe, to sixth all-time in terms of uh, rushing, but he wants that Walter Payton record, and I want it for him. I'll tell you what. Sixth place on the career rushing list. Is it possible that you are tracking this more closely than Adrian Peterson in terms <laughs> no. of a game-by-game? <laughs> the reason I'm tracking it so closely because I am absolutely convinced he has no interest in the Washington Redskins or their success or plight. It's all about getting those numbers, and he's getting fitted for that jacket. And that's fine. He's done a lot in this league. Um, my last point, Mark, they showed a graphic on Fox, and we are in that time of season where we must praise Joe Buck for the incredibly work, work he's doing. Very versatile. Very versatile. For Major League Baseball and the NFL. Incredible. What a talent. I mean, am I? But should he not be? Are no, we, he should what be. Are we, what's our angle here? Because no, like, he should be. But it's 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 <laughs> become a bit you. of a it's become an NFL trope of late October. It, it certainly has, and he, you know, it's nice if you have the power to create a trope the way he has. I think it's just uh, it's a coup d'état of sorts for him to go from someone that is, you know, uniformly uh, shot down and destroyed by most people for being a little too haughty toddy with his Randy Moss. Mm. show the butt scenario to this where now he's as he should be i think praised for being the last five years have been very good for buck and his image and that's and that's including he put out the memoir right where he admitted that his hairline was going so he in a procedure to put in some type of hair plug it led to his vocal cords getting frozen which has led to major you know career-threatening Side effects. You would think that would stick with him like a scarlet letter, and I'm glad it didn't. He was very open about it, and he also tried to move units of his book with it. So That's true. Out. I mean, you Shouts think the Joey Bucks? Yeah, you think that might not make it into a memoir, also. But then, but you know what? You Listen, the if there's a lack of content, right? You've got to move the books. So. Um, but what I was going to say is, in the Fox telecast, which is simulcast across NFL. Um, Speaking of working with our, you know, our D content <laughs> platforms, here, you know, um, there was a graphic that 
that Washington coaching staff during the run of Jay Gruden had the flower out on it, Matt LaFleur. It had Kyle Shanahan on it. It had Sean McVay on it. And it did make me, it got me thinking that, because we talked about how Andy Dalton, when, you know, um, he is obviously the Dalton line. And what's, what's worse, to have a quarterback who instantly flames out a Manziel type or a guy that you can't decide and half a decade, most of a decade passes, then you decide to move on, which is Andy Dalton. Is Jay Gruden the Andy Dalton of head coaches? While, they, while the Washington Redskins kind of kept their foot halfway in and halfway out for years and years, they had all these young superstars potentially waiting in the wings to be the next guy, and they, and they just let it go. Does that make like LaFleur, Deshaun Watson, and Kyle Shanahan, Baker Mayfield, and Sean McVay, um, Patrick Mahomes? That's an excellent. Well, I, I would I would say that's that analysis, if, baby, on a Thursday night. That is, that is, and I would I would suggest that if anything, the Redskins uh, maybe are the Andy Dalton of franchises to not notice some of those issues as well. But I would say the Jay that's Gruden coaching tree is the strong. The Jay, the his tree is a strong tree. The I mean the branches, the branches are strong. The the trunk know. of the tree. It could be questioned whether or not what the rot situation. That's is. fair. It's one of those trees that just you know it's a little bit. It's in your backyard. It's, it's a hard a tree strange. to figure out. Yeah. Quagmire. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts before we uh, say goodbye? I really, I am quite impressed with us to stretch this. Where, where are we with the minutes at this point? We're twelve minutes in. I would like you now, if you if you have a minute, to dish into your uh, final thoughts on Joe Flacco, just to top West from last <laughs> week. I know that he went out. You know, he went out uh, with a fiery limb on that. Where can you go with the Joe Flacco scenario? I mean, Joe Flacco, uh, I don't profess to be always right, but uh, and I, I was hardly alone on this, but I nailed it. Okay. Joe Flacco was never going to be a uh, plus performer for the Denver Broncos, and we've seen that bear out in the first half of the 2019 season. So no apologies needed, no mea culpa necessary. I just think now that we tweet this out, as Dan's final thoughts on Joe Flacco, because if anything, let's just, you know, uniformly, completely copy, but also usurp last week's message. And Wes, you know, right on many things, but not on that. Okay, that's it. By the way, Stefan Diggs, seven catches on seven targets for a buck 43. He's happy now. Lost a fumble, uh, and he leads the NFL uh, amongst wide receivers with fumbles, but yeah, who cares? Uh, yes, Somehow that's not now. part of his messaging in the locker room. All right, that's it. So we'll be back as a foursome on Sunday to recap the rest of the Week 8 games. So make sure you come on back for the flagship show. Till then, play us out, Dick Banks. The Flames, signing off. Hands Zeus and Mr. Fancy Pants. The Flames need NFL news and here's their chance. It's ATL around the league. Light a flame, boys. Pig skin's hot tonight. Burn, baby, burn. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.